0: A little too much made of having, you know, all the secrets to the ingredients because he was with the Redskins last year. And how much will you dive into that with him to get kind of an idea of what they like to do beyond, you know, all the study that you guys have done? You know, I think there's been around and a part of this kind of dynamic many times over the years. There's usually a general debriefing. My experience is it's usually a little bit overrated. Um, so you, you still debrief. Uh, that's the thing to do. But you you still focus on on your plan and what you know. Last year, you only got in the end zone against the Redskins once in the two games. Um, what was it about their defense that uh, where you weren't able to score more? They played well. They put pressure on us. Uh, they put pressure on the quarterback. Uh, we were in a lot of long yardage situations. You know didn't. We weren't in sync, really, in any of our phases. So um, we, we have to be better in all areas against this team. I mean, they're, they're, they can be a good defense. They have good players. Uh, they had a good plan against us last year. Um, we just need to be better this year. What's Sean providing that wasn't for you? Know, I think for every quarterback, there's a great feeling that you have as a quarterback when you're either in the shotgun or under center, and you kind of look out there, and you see your guy. And you look across and you see who's covering him, and when you have a feeling as a quarterback like he's always open, he can always win. It it gives a quarterback a lot of confidence, um, and that's you can't can't underestimate how important that is. And I think that's a, a primary thing that Alshon brings to the table. As a quarterback, when you have a guy like that, does it take a little while to understand that in game situations that? Even if he's not open, he's open? I do think it's, I, I do think it's always developing and, and where you can throw it and, and, and where those windows are. and um, Certainly, you know he's got a big catch radius and, and excellent ball skills um, and versus different corners and on certain different routes uh, on contested catches. On a slant route, it looks different than on a go route and where you place that ball. So some of that you do grow in developing and reading his body language um, and finding just how far you can stretch him because he does have a big catch radius. Lane's uh, first game of his suspension was was the at Washington game last year. What have you noticed from him as he's gearing up for a season where it looks like he's uh, he's out for a little bit of uh, redemption? I mean, I think Lane has – you know, Lane just looked great. I mean, he's had a great offseason, great camp. Um, Lane is in a – he's a leader in a lot of ways. Um, He's not the most vocal leader, but love the way he practices, love his intensity – um, uh, you know he's a very intense individual and I think you can see that when he's in the meeting room when he's on the practice field and um, we're looking forward to a great game and a great season from him for sure you envision a more balanced game plan as opposed to last year going into this year with the offensive line playing as well I think we envision him playing yeah I mean I think you know we go in every week wanting to be balanced um, you know and there's always a Ten percent margin either way, on that, as what balanced is um, let 's just say for example, and you just don 't want to go to the extremes you, very often. you know it 's going to happen in the course of sixteen games. you know there's going to be games where you 're a little run heavy, and there 's going to be some games where you end up being pass heavy. It usually usually always happens, but in the perfect world, um, you know we can keep them off balance as an offense, every offense wants to do the same thing. You want to dictate the tempo. And you want to dictate, and you want to impose your will on the defense. And what that means is that you want to be able to run the ball when you want to run it, and throw it when you want to throw it, and do the different kind of things. You know, the drop back stuff, the empties, the movements, play pass. All, you know, all those things. You want to mix those in. You have a plan on how you're going to attack. You have every phase of this. You emphasize certain things certain certain weeks based on the opponent you're playing and who you have. Um, and then as the course of the game goes, you adjust and you get a feel as a play caller, in which I think Coach does a great job of, of, of where, where we're excelling at. And so, yeah, I think we want to we be balanced. What's it like going into this week, knowing you have your quarterback in place, he has a full year of experience under his belt, as opposed to last year when, you know, the trade was just made and you're like, oh, wow, Carson's the quarterback, we got to get him ready. I mean, how much of a difference is that? It's a huge difference uh, in every way. Um, it's not that he. You know, I mean, he's Carson. He's prepared. He's emotionally and physically, and in every way, he's a better player. And he still got to go out and prove that, and that starts this week. Um, but he's he's proven it in every phase of the off season. We've been able to see it. Everyone can see it. I mean, everyone can see um, the improvements that are made. His complete command of the offense. Um, his leadership on the team. Uh, I think those have all been expected strides, but I I would say he's exceeded, he, you know, at some incremental level, he's exceeded the strides that you want. You, know, you can't go from here to here. You can't jump two, three steps in a year. No, no player, it just doesn't happen. You like to think that, but you can go in small increments, and, and, uh, and I think that he has done that and really exceeded where I think you would expect him to be. As what was it like last year at this time, um, you know, putting together a game plan for the opener like, with a quarterback who barely played, like, during the preseason and wondering if he can handle all this stuff and everything? Yeah, I mean, obviously there was a real big focus on keeping it extremely simple. Um, You always want to be able to play fast, but certainly when you have a rookie quarterback, like we did last year, who really didn't play much in the preseason. But a credit to Carson was he was prepared. He was mentally prepared. I mean, he's off the charts smart. I mean, we, we, that's been well-documented and discussed. But even though he wasn't getting physical reps, even while he was hurt in preseason, he, he was a real pro and extremely gifted and talented in that area to have a pretty good embrace on the offense. As a follow-up on Alshon, we have players that talent. What's the ideal number of targets that they going that, that, that to get in this direction? Yeah. You know, I think if you're looking at an ideal number of targets, um, again, the flow of the game is going to dictate that. But I can. Just, here's, here's what I would say, is that we go through the game plan, and, and you guys have heard us say this before, is, you know, we have our 17 plays. You know, here's plays that are designed to go to 17. And sometimes in the course of a play calling, you can't – you know, like we might have X number of plays that are to, that are where he's the primary guy and you envision getting 10 or 12 of those to him, then the the flow of the game goes a little different than you anticipated. So it's hard to put a direct number on it, but certainly he he is a primary playmaker for us who we're going to make a conscious effort to get the football. Do you have a good sense, Frank, of how you're going to deploy this, this running back group? Do you have a, a guy to sort of hang your hat on when you? Yeah, I think it's. I think I think it's exciting to think about how to deploy this running back group. Um, you know, the by by committee thing, and as coaches alluded to, the hot hand thing. Um, again, that's all for the flow of the game. But again, when you when you're putting together that plan and you're and you're looking through and and we literally at, at every skill position go through every play and say, who do we want in on this play? Who who is utilized best on this play? And Sometimes the answer is, well, hey, we can have uh, LeGarrette and Wendell. You know, they, they both would be suitable for this play. So sometimes there's more than one guy, and, and we kind of keep that in mind. And one time we'll run the play with one, the next time we might run it with the other guy. If the one guy hits it hard and good the first time, we might just let him roll with it again the second time. Um, and then there's things where obviously we're using Darren um, and, and mixing things up like that. So uh, it's exciting to do to look through it's not hard to do it's it's very tedious Um, it's the kind of detail that you have to do in game planning um, to go through every play every position are we best utilizing our players because ultimately it's about players uh, making plays and we got it's our job to put them in position to do that because of Carson's ability to extend plays Frank how much more time did you spend this summer on scramble drills and things like that with him and the receivers than maybe you did last year with Sam? And where are they right now as far as being in sync on that? You know, I think we've spent an appropriate amount of uh, time drilling it uh, in the offseason in seven-on-seven seven drills. We mix in scrambles. We're obviously, you know, you're in a 7 7 drill. There's no rush. But, you know, you – your fake scrambles to, to get guys and try to get it synced up. Some of that's hard to do without really it being live. Preseason games are the best for that. Um, but And in practice, when we have manufactured scramble drills, you've seen some improvement. We can coach off the tape on those things. Um, so I think we've made progress there, but obviously we'll be put to the test coming up here. When you look at Carson now and his development as a player, are you guys going to do more? Of, are you going to go to the line and run the play, or are there going to be time to run pass checks or or does he have the ability to change a play if he sees something? Is he that far in his development? Yeah, he's absolutely that. I mean, he was doing a lot of that last year just because of, you know, he has, he has I think, special ability in that area. Um, but some of it's not just a matter of smart, Some of it's a matter of feel and reading body language and, you know, hearing what the defense is saying and just feeling certain things that the great quarterbacks feel. You know, when they're showing you one look – and you know you're laughing inside saying, they're not doing that. I know what they're doing. And, but that's what great players do. And there was a lot of evidence that Carson has those instincts and abilities, not only the intellectual abilities, but the instinctive things that you need as a quarterback. So that comes, very, that comes in very handy. You know, Teams fake a big, an all-out blitz and then they're going into coverage. Or they look like coverage and they're going all-out blitz. And as a quarterback, um, you, know, we don't, you don't want to put too much on them. Um, but you have to be able to do enough to get you in and out of certain plays. You don't want to have to do that 30, 40 times a game. But there might be five or ten times that are absolutely critical and essential that you get, out, you get us out of this play and get us to something that's going to work. Um, and then the run checks and the pass, you know, we we check run to run, run to pass, pass to run. We always mix that up so a defense can't narrow in on us on what we're doing with our checks, because they're all keeping all those stats of when you're checking plays, are you always checking to run? Are you always checking to pass? We we track that pretty good ourselves, and we always make sure that they can't get too much on us in that area. that what you want to use him or is to focus more in terms of space? Yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously Darren is a great – you know, get him out in space. We can – great route runner, great hands. Do that as much as we can. But he's, he, he can run the football. And so and, – and obviously, you know, we want, to hand, we want to get to me and to us as a staff. He's one of our – he's one of our primary – he's another one of our primary playmakers. And we got to get him the ball. And uh, in the run game and the pass game. And there are certainly more run, certain runs that are a little bit more suited to him. But Darren's so strong. I mean, everybody knows, everybody knows that he's legendary, right? This guy's one of the strongest guys pound for pound probably in the league. So, um, yeah, you don't want to run him up inside a zillion times, but he's not a slight guy. This guy's a powerful, a powerful man. And um, so we have no problem mixing up the kind of runs we use. Certainly some more conducive for him than others. But at the end of the day, we want to get him his touches. Nelson sort of have a. Unknown. We've seen Nelson have a, a, a really strong spring and and a summer, and, and he he'd be the first to tell you that it doesn't really matter until the, the games start coming. Is, is there still a level of skepticism that he's gotten over that hump heading into this season? I don't think there's any skepticism in here. I mean, um, you have seen him day after day after day after day put together solid practices um, that he's looked great. So I have no reason to believe that that's not what's going to be what we see this season. There's always sort of an unknown going into week one of off the off season. What are you most curious to see how it translates from, from the offseason and preseason to week one? Fast start and just score more points early. You know, I, I just think we need to be more productive. We want to be more productive early in games. You know, uh, obviously everybody wants to get ahead early. Um, and, and you want to score a lot of points. But, um, you know, we, we did some good things last year. We just need, we need better production in situational football. And at the end of the day, that needs to result in just more points scored. And certainly we want to get off to a fast start and because, needless to say, that just puts our whole team in a good position.